With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Athletic. Good morning. Welcome to the Daily Football Briefing from The Athletic. It's Thursday the 15th of February. I'm Tim Spears and on today's show... Kane's quest for silverware hits another snag. Immobile beats Neuer. Lazio 1, Bayern Munich 0. While Mbappe fires up PSG. He can win you a game and he can change you a game and that's exactly what happened here really. And Chelsea want Leon's manager to replace Emma Hayes. It's understood Chelsea are negotiating a deal to appoint Bonpasteur. This is the Daily Football Briefing with Tim Spears. We start with last night's Champions League action and the big result of the evening came in Rome where Bayern Munich lost again. This time a 1-0 defeat to Lazio in the first leg of their last 16 tie. It's deflected behind by Upamecano but the referee has pointed to the spot and it's a red card for Deo Upamecano. Immobile beats Neuer. Lazio 1, Bayern Munich 0. Four days after a 3-0 whopping at Bayer Leverkusen left them five points adrift in the Bundesliga title race, Bayern are making Harry Kane feel right at home by seriously damaging the prospects of them winning a single trophy this season. Sorry, Harry. Deo Upamecano was sent off, Chiro Immobile scored the resulting penalty, and Bayern failed to muster a single shot on target. Blimey. Here's Rafa Hernigstein with a debrief from Rome. It was altogether an underwhelming performance. Bayern hardly created any chances. Didn't look all that solid defensively yet again. Even though Thomas Tuchel made some changes that would have pleased some of the big names in the team, restoring Thomas Müller as well as Joshua Kimmich to the lineup, the effect was fairly negligible. This doesn't really make for a much happier camp in days to come and the big debate whether Thomas Tuchel can still get the best out of this team will only pick up pace. There were no such problems for PSG who beat Real Sociedad 2-0 in their first leg in Paris. In by Dembele, met by Marquinhos and Mbappe pounces. Who else but Kylian Mbappe broke the deadlock after 58 minutes and Bradley Bocola added the second for perennial underachievers PSG who will now be hopeful of reaching only their third Champions League quarterfinal in the past eight seasons. That's barring a calamitous second leg in Spain which has definitely never happened before. Peter Rutzler was watching this one for The Athletic. There's probably a bit of relief mixed in. First of all, because the round of 16 poses so many problems for, <laughs> for PSG. They've lost five of their last seven at this stage. But also because Real Sociedad played so well. They're a team that are doing extremely well in La Liga. A team that press very aggressively. And we saw that this evening. They caused PSG loads of problems in the first half. The hosts really struggled to play out. And that's been a common theme for PSG under Luis Enrique as they try to adapt to his possession-based style. They've had some issues in build-up. And Real Sociedad really exploited it. But PSG have Kylian Mbappe. And when you have Kylian Mbappe, he can win you a game. And he can change you a game. And that's exactly what happened here, really. 
His poachers finish at the back post from a corner in the second half. Really changed the game. This is what he does. This is what a player of his ability can do. You know, he's now got 44 goals in the Champions League. That's above Neymar overall. Only Lionel Messi has more before the age of 26. He's got the most goals in all competitions in Europe's top five leagues. And, and on the night, Real Sociedad began to tire a little bit. Their press stepped off a little bit more, but they had more space PSG and it helped them to win the game. It was a, a moment in a game that underlines his importance to PSG, as well as their hopes in the competition. You know, after what was not the most convincing display at all, the first half really symbolised how they are a work in progress. They remain a work in progress. They're still not the finished article that Luis Enrique wants them to be. But when you have a player like Mbappe in your team, he can change games and he can win games. And, and that's, that's what's got them through the first leg. Now they've got to complete the job in San Sebastian. Elsewhere in football land, Chelsea's hunt to find Emma Hayes' successor may have reached a conclusion. The Athletics women's football reporter Charlotte Harper broke this story yesterday, so let's hand straight over to her for the details. Chelsea have offered a contract to Lyon head coach Sonia Bonpastor to replace Emma Hayes. Now remember, Hayes is leaving Chelsea at the end of the season to manage the US women's national team. And that news came in October, and that's when Chelsea's recruitment process started. And this is the biggest development so far to find Hayes' successor. It's understood Chelsea are negotiating a deal to appoint Bonpasteur. Her contract with Lyon runs until 2025, but nothing has been officially approved yet. Bonpasteur has won the Champions League with Lyon twice as a player and once as a manager, defeating Barcelona 3-1 in the 2022 final. Bonpasteur has also worked with Hayes back in 2010 when they were both at Washington Freedom in the Women's Professional Soccer Championship in the United States. Hayes was on the coaching staff at the time, while Bonpasteur was a player. Nothing is signed yet, so stay tuned for more on this story. Hayes is departing the club to become head coach of the US Women's National Team, having been with Chelsea since 2012, winning six WSL titles and five FA Cups. Good luck beating that, Sonia. Talking of succession planning, yesterday we brought you the news that Manchester United are looking to make their next big boardroom move in the form of Newcastle Sporting Director Dan Ashworth to replace, well, whoever the last one was. And as David Ornstein suggested, this story is moving rapidly. So here he is with the latest. It's my understanding that Ashworth has informed Newcastle United, his current employers, that he has been approached by Manchester United regarding the role of sporting director. Now, to our knowledge, there is still no formal contact between the two clubs on the subject, but that is expected to follow soon, with Newcastle United in a strong position, given that they hold Ashworth's contract, and therefore they can demand significant compensation from Manchester United if, indeed, he is to leave St. James's Park for Old Trafford. Now, this is a move that seems to be gathering pace and we do expect developments to occur pretty rapidly. I don't think Newcastle will just roll over and let it happen. They will only do this on their terms. But I don't sense a massive desire to send him out on gardening leave for as long as possible and deny Manchester United access to him simply out of spite. That may happen that he goes on gardening leave for a period of time. Uh, but I think the priority for them will be to strike a deal that is right for them monetarily. And that will help with their 
financial fair play situation, profitability and sustainability, which we've heard so much about. So we'll have to see where this goes from here. Clearly a lot of excitement among Manchester United fans, maybe a bit of uncertainty among Newcastle United fans, but no doubt they will be able to source an adequate replacement if Ashworth does indeed leave. But Ashworth has let Newcastle know that Manchester United have approached him about this post and we will continue to bring you any updates as and when we get them. And finally, you may have noticed Son Heung-min had two fingers taped up when playing for Spurs the other day. Why? Well, it's been revealed he had a scrap with South Korea teammates, including PSG's Lee Kang-in, while away at the Asian Cup last week in a row involving food and table tennis. Use your remaining fingers to scroll onto The Athletic to feast on the full story. There's loads of football on tonight, none of it involving English teams, sadly, but Feyenoord v Roma is the pick of the Europa League knockout playoff ties, which are all on TNT Sports. Right, that's all for today's Daily Football Briefing. I've been Tim Spears, your producers were Abby Patterson and Mike Zimmerman, and executive producer was Ian McIntosh. I'll be back with you tomorrow. In the meantime, have a wonderful day. The Athletic. <laughs>